genre. Welcome to the New Republic Archives podcast, where we discuss the history and legends of a galaxy far, far away. I'm your host, Tim Garcia. And I'm Gary Roby. And today we are talking about our first deep dive into yeah. a story um, that is actually a legend uh, in the galaxy. Uh, this is the legend known as uh, Knights of the Old Republic Commencement. Uh, it is tied into the KOTOR video game, which was, if you don't know, a uh, role-playing video game that came out for the Xbox and PS2 um, way back in, I think, 2001. Um, very popular among the fans. Um, yeah, that that might be a topic for another day, um, but today we're yeah, talking... Yeah, I mentioned about- mm-hmm. in our intro episode that I... Uh, sorry to, like, cut you off yeah, while no you're talking, but, like, I mentioned this in the intro episode that I, like, had just downloaded it. So I've played, like, the first few minutes... I named my character, and that's about all I've done. What's your What's your character's name? My character's name is Bogus Alias because I already know who I am. Ah, okay. Well, yeah, we'll cover. <laughs> maybe we'll cover that game in another uh, another podcast. But it is a fan favorite. Um, yeah. And this was a comic book that came out um, actually several years after the video game um, to kind of cop- capitalize off the popularity of that video game. So, yeah, so this was, uh, let's see, I'll kind of run down here. It was, uh, once again, it's called Knights of the Republics. Uh, it is Volume 1, Commencement. It was written by John Jackson Miller. Are you familiar with this author, Gary? Uh, yeah, John Jackson Miller also did, um, God, I wish I had this up before we started. Uh, yeah. He's also written a couple of other Star Wars books. He did, uh, the only one that I could find really was, uh, he did A New Dawn. Yeah, Which is actually yeah. a canon story. I um I read New Dawn uh New Dawn. That's the first um actually I think I referenced it last time. It's the first Kanan in uh Harris and Dula story. Yeah, and it's got your first appearance of Admiral Sloan and yeah. he was an admiral back then, but uh He also wrote the the Kenobi book that came out in the year previously, which is unfortunately Legends now. Right. So the Legend uh, of But that might be worth going into, especially as we start getting more info on the Kenobi series that comes out. Yeah, I would um, I'd be down to check this out. I do like the other stuff of his that I've read. Yeah. Um he also wrote a bunch of the Mass Effect comics. Looks like he was kind of a dark horse uh comic oh, writer for that's a while. Cool. Um so if you read I think he did pretty much all of them, it looked like when I was going through it, which He's got a couple of other Star Wars ones too. He's got he wrote the collected stories Lost Tribes of the Sith. Uh, and he wrote another canon novel, Canto Bite. Uh, oh, yes. About... I have that on my shelf. I haven't read yeah. it yet, though. Yeah, me neither. But uh, I've heard good things. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was published by Dark Horse, as pretty much all these comics were back in the day. Um, it was published in January of 2006. Uh, mm. So, yeah, I don't know what uh, everyone was doing in January 2006, but that's when this came out. Uh, pencilers were Brian Ching and Travel Foreman. Um, it is actually a sequel series to a previous series that mm. came out to tie into KOTOR. The previous series was called Tales of the Jedi. Do any of the same characters appear in this that appeared in that? Do you know? Um, I couldn't find anything on that. I I guess sequel's the, the wrong word to use. is more of like sure, a... Sure, but like, if you're following the canonical timeline, yeah. it's like, this is the next story. This was the next one, yeah, after they gotcha. ended Tales of the Jedi. That makes sense. Um, Tales of Jedi looks like, I was just kind of skimming that, that looks like some really interesting stuff. Uh, it goes mm. 
It's mostly takes place in 3986 BBY. Uh, that one does, and it does, but it it also does a bunch of flashbacks to some real old Sith stuff. Oh, uh, that's so, cool. Yeah, it may be really cool to to go into that. Um, however, our story takes place in. Um, actually, let's look at this. This our story takes place in. Could you find that? Oh, what year? I believe it, takes it place? says at the very beginning. That is a good question. Uh, I have a whole bunch of other years in here for other things that happened, but I believe it's like thirty nine. It's like 3964. Interesting. Yeah, that's yeah, right. It's 30, 3964 oh, cool. BB, BBY. That's what it was. Um, so if you're new to Star Wars or you just kind of uh, stumbled across this, BBY uh, stands for Before the Battle of Yavin. Uh, that's yeah. And it's typically a um, date used out of, uh, I guess, what's the opposite of diegetic? Uh, oh. Uh, it's It's used by us, not by... People yes, in the by universe. people in the universe. Um, so yeah, BBY is uh, Battle of Yavin, and it's a year. It's a year, and who knows what a year is really? We assume it's an Earth in year. space. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it takes place almost four thousand years before the Battle of Yavin. The entirety of the Kotor comics are these. This particular series takes place over yeah. about a year. Okay, um, that makes sense. This is still like a few years before the actual game takes place, though, right? So I have a timeline here. Cool. Um, so 3964 is when our, um, and I think it ends in 3963, is when our, our story takes place. Uh, 3959 is when Revan falls. Um, okay. Spoilers, if you haven't read the, played the games. <gasps> um, that's when Revan uh, and Malik fall. That's like in the text crawl of the okay, game, yeah. though. <laughs> Um, after, and they had beaten back the Mandalorians two years before that. So in 3961, um, and then the events of KOTOR are 3956, so three years after the fall. Um, and then in 3952 are the events of KOTOR 2, uh, Knights of the Republic 2. Interesting. So yeah, so that's our setting. Uh, we're kind of, it's just a random story that happens before, um, it just happens to take place on the same planet. <laughs> oh, yeah, one of the planets. Most of it... True. Most of our story takes place on Terrace, uh, which is a yeah, planet from... which is the, the opening Knights planet. Of, yeah, the opening planet of Knights of the Republic. What did you think about the story, Gary? I thought it was fun. Um, I don't want to, like, spoil how it ends, but I'm a fan of this kind of storytelling. I love the sort of ambiguity of Sith... Uh, not Sith. Of Jedi, like, visions of the future. And the attempts that people make. I mean, this happens in a lot of, um, a lot of media, I think have tales like this where like someone sees the future or gets a message about something that's going to happen or whatever. And then the action they take to prevent it causes their vision to come true or the prophecy to come true or like whatever. What, what story, what star Wars story specifically does that happen in? That would be, I mean, if you think about it, that's exactly what happened in revenge of the Sith. Yeah. He has a premonition yeah, of Padme totally. dying and that's then true. he does everything over the course of the of the movie to stop well, it from I think any time and then have Jedi ever prevented a vision from happening ever. Oh, cuz what, what do we have? We have Luke have seeing a vision of a city of the clouds. Yeah. And then he does and his friends being in danger. Tortured. Yeah, they're Yeah, it's too late. Yeah. Um Anakin, both with Padme and with his own mother in the movie mm-hmm. before that. 
Um, you know, he gets there in time, but just in time for her to die in his arms, which is tragic, you know. Um, well, I mean, we don't know the details. He was the, pro- the prophecy about about Anakin in, in general, about the the prophecy of the chosen one or the one who will bring balance to the yeah. force. And like, we didn't really see the vision there. And then that's true. In general, the, the, whatever Palpatine's plan was, everything seemed to have been foreseeing or proceeding well, as he had foreseen. Um, so if we're going to, if we are going to touch on like canon stuff in Claudia Gray's book, master and apprentice, uh, Qui-Gon Jinn like reads a bunch of the like there's just text of okay. what the prophet a bunch of prophecies say like word for word and i think the prophecy of the one is in there okay um yeah, that could be could, one to talk about eventually yeah but yeah so i i liked it too it was just kind of a goofy silly story i like zane part. a lot um, i love this sort of bumbling let's kind of go happy through lucky guy exactly exactly what happened since i think we're the only ones who have read this story in the last 10 years <laughs> probably uh, <laughs> probably so yeah oh and also interesting once again this came out january 2006 and it's about um jedi is misinterpreting a prophecy and trying to stop it from happening and then causing some really bad things in their attempts and then inevitably making the prophecy to come out or to be um you know to go out exactly as they saw it um, yeah. And then a year before is when Revenge of the Sith came out, which is about a Jedi seeing a prophecy and doing a bunch of bad yep. stuff to try to make it from, stop from happening. And, stop from happening. Uh, yep. And then, yeah, so it's like a year later and we have cool. a very similar type of theme. Um, so this uh, story, mainly uh, the main character is a Jedi Padawan, a human Jedi Padawan uh, named Zane Carrick. Um, he is famously terrible. At being a Jedi. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, they keep driving this point home over the course of the book. Like, not only does the first person he comes in contact with, uh, Marn Hieroglyph, this, like, criminal he's, that he's trying to capture, just, like, doesn't give any any attention to him. Well, yeah. Calls him Junior Jedi. Marn, like, Marn Hieroglyph, who goes by Griff. I love him. He's I a Snivian. He's great. Which is... Uh, Anyone who had maybe the old toys, a Snaggletooth um, oh, from the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he's from... That species was in the original Cantina. Um, but he's also a terrible, like, <laughs> wannabe criminal. Um, but he's, like, framed in the first few issues as Zane's, like, arch nemesis. Like, he's yeah. been trying to catch him for who knows how long, and he keeps... Zane's just so bad, he can't do it. I can see this as being, like... I keep thinking of, like, early Clone Wars episodes when you have really young Ahsoka, like, trying to take down someone who, like, they just... Yeah. ...are not equal, you know? Yeah, so Zane um, is a famously bad Padawan. Everyone is really mean to him. So <laughs> even mean to him. It, Like, every time anyone talks about Zane, even behind his back, all the Jedi are like, well, he's terrible. So terrible. Like, like uh, just two Jedi talking to, like, uh, Zane's master, who is... Uh, What's his name? Lucian Lucy. Dre. Yeah, yeah Lucian Dre. Um, who's uh, actually a human Miraluka hybrid. He's half. Interesting. Um, and he's Zane's master. And he's very stoic. Um, if you went by the classes, he would be like a, what is it? The soldier type. Um, oh, yeah, one yeah. One lightsaber, oh. very like warrior type. 
I should have yeah, been totally. told. But I should we should know this yeah. stuff. I don't know this stuff. Um but yeah, they they definitely call the others consulars, uh which is a class in Kotor um a lot. Um Yeah. But uh yeah, he's very he a, stoic. He's a guardian? Very, yeah, he's a guardian. There you go. That's what he is. There's also sentinel. There's sentinels, sentinels and consulars. And consulars, yeah. So uh yeah, he's a guardian. And he's uh, very stoic, very, like, matter-of-fact, like, we must do this the Jedi way. Um, but he, he's, even like other Jedi are like, you know, Zane's pretty awful, but he, he doesn't reflect on you. It doesn't, it doesn't make he, you look bad, just so you know. Your master sent me. He said to follow the debris. Yeah, literally <laughs> like, oh yeah, that sounds like Lucian, like. Yeah. Um, oh, it's very funny. So yeah, they're all mean to him. Even the other Padawans aren't Even like the they don't Padawan, like they're, they're like nice to him, but it. behind their back, they're like, "Well, he can't be a Jedi. He's terrible. He's the what? Worst. You would never promote him. All you talk shit about him all the time. Yeah. What are you doing? So, <laughs> this can't be real. Literally. So when I say famously awful, I mean like literally everyone knows he's bad, and he's never <laughs> yeah. including him, including him. <laughs> so. Oh, including him. Poor. Poor guy. Um, yeah, so those are kind of the main... Uh, there's also the Jedi Covenant, which are um, four other Jedi besides Lucian. Um, and then their Padawans, who mm-hmm. um, all know um, Zane as well. Uh, the Covenant have some interesting characters. Uh, there's uh, Kanila, uh, who's another who's a Mariluka Jedi Master. She's yeah. She's got, like, the... the um, like bandages, bandages over her eyes, yeah. um, which I should have looked up to see exactly why that is. But she's, um, you can be Marilukas in, I know, Star Wars, The Old Republic, which is kind of mm. cool. Um, yeah. There's another Jedi named Felm, who's a Fioran. Um, and they're kind of like aquatic, like they kind of look like Davy Jones from yeah. the um, uh-huh. Pirates movies. Um, and I remember talking to my friend the other, like, actually just a few weeks ago about how we really liked that old game, Jedi Starfighter. Did you ever, okay. uh, did you ever play that? I don't that? think I played that one. Um, well, there's a Fiorin in that game and I'm like, I have never seen one of his races in anything else. Like anything else. Um, Interesting. Well, there you go. Now yeah, we have one. Nim from Jedi Starfighter was that one. <laughs> uh, we have Rana Tay, who's a Togruta. Yeah. Um, just like Ahsoka Tano, who I think most people know Ahsoka Tano. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we have Xanar, who's another kind of aquatic uh, Davy Jones-looking guy. Which is yeah, he's teal. just got, like, the squiggly over his mouth, like, yeah. hanging down from his chin kind of thing going on. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so um, that's pretty much it. So uh, he's... Zane is famously bad. He embarrasses himself all the time in front of uh, other Padawans and the sister who he likes of another Padawan. You know, it's interesting. Like my understanding was that Jedi were like taken away from their families. This other Padawan just like lives at home with his sister. They have like a, like a party at his house. And then, uh, later when Zane reaches out to his former master, um, Vandar, the one that's from Yoda's race, he talks about how Lucian is from, like, is, like, the scion of a powerful family. Like, they don't let go of their familial attachments when they become Jedi. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. At this point in time. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. this is 3,900 years prior. That's true. Um, but yeah, it seems, it definitely seems more political. And, um, yeah, and Vandar, uh, he's, he's in the, the KOTOR games. You speak to him, I believe. Oh, okay. Uh, when you go to, 
um, Dantooine. The Jedi mm, Council. Interesting. Cool. Um, yeah. I like that there's always just, like, one of Yoda's race as part of the council. Yeah, he's, like, he's probably, like, Yoda's, like, grandpa or something like that. Like, <laughs> this is only, like, for them, it's, like, two lifetimes before. For, right? Like, yeah, like, totally. Yeah. I want a story about Grogu in, like, 800 years. The yeah. galaxy's all different. Oh, what if, like, in 800 years, the galaxy, like, it's, like, post-apocalypse, and, like, they can't... Dang. They think, like, all the technology's gone. And <laughs> Dang. He's just on a planet. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, uh, Zane's really bad at being a Jedi. <laughs> they spend a couple issues, I feel like, working that up. Yeah, uh, making that a point. Maybe not a couple issues, but they spend a while making that a point. Um, and he finally ends up catching Griff... Right before he's supposed to go to the knighting ceremony. So he's like, cool, I just caught the bad guy I've been trying to catch uh-huh. for however long, and I'm also going to go become a Jedi Knight. Well, so, I never thought this was going to happen to me. Yeah, he's like, this is like the best day ever. So he, Everything's turning up Zane. Yeah, <laughs> everything's turning up Zane. <laughs> um, he goes to, uh, I guess, the tower, wherever they have their knighting ceremony on Terrace. Yeah. Uh, and he walks in, and uh, all his masters are standing over the... their Padawan's dead bodies. Yeah, it's brutal, with dude! Their, yeah, with their lightsabers out. And they're like, Zane, you're always late. Okay, well, let's get this over with. They're like, do they do... You know, it's funny, he, he crashes into the banquet earlier, and it's really great that the writers didn't have Lucian be like, oh, he'd be late to his own funeral. Ah, uh, yeah, they because he almost was. Yeah, for real. I was thinking about that when I was rereading it today. Um, this is this is crazy. Like the the fact that something has. I mean, we don't we don't understand the context of like why they would have done this, but the idea that like four, five Jedi masters, five of them. Would just turn and murder their ch- their padawans in cold blood. Yeah, brutal. Yeah, it's pretty. It was. I did not expect that. Um, no. I can tell you that when when I was reading it, I was <laughs> like, "Oh, oh, just, that's what this is." Yeah, that's what this is doing. Um. So yeah, they call them. So I guess uh, they start calling this in other media afterwards the the Padawan massacre. Mm-hmm. Um, they refer to the f- the four Padawans that were killed as the Terrace Four. Um, uh-huh. so yeah, so that was it was pretty shocking. Uh, when I when I read it and was like, oh okay, we're doing this. It yeah, this is brutal. Makes sense for antagonists because at this point, there's the Sith aren't haven't returned. Yeah, and the Mandalorian War is still it's kind of like far away. Yeah, so they, they could have yeah. done a Mandalorian War story. Um, well, they sort of introduce the fact that it's going on. They have right. that other Jedi that shows up who says his name is Squint. Yeah. <laughs> and he delivers this really interesting line uh, at the end of the conversation he's having with Zane. Um, he tells him, sometimes you have to enter the darkness to save the light. Yeah. yeah. Which, Which I is, thought was really interesting. It seems to be what the Jedi believe at this point, right? Like, Because you have... You know that's kind of what they're what they're doing as we yeah. as we find out. So a lot of the next few issues are Zane and Griff on the run from the Jedi. <laughs> I love this duo. They're yeah, so funny because Griff's like, "What the heck?" Like, I don't want anything to do with this. I'm just going to turn my back on you the moment I have a choice. 
I don't I I don't want to be arrested. I don't want to be chased by Jedi. Yeah, this is bad. This is terrible. What have you done to me? <clears throat> but since Zane has Griff, Griff knows a lot of the Terrace underworld and he's able to help him hide out a lot better. Yeah. Um so there's a couple antics. They so go the, to a club. One yeah, point. he goes to like a club. Um at one point I I don't know how why he let uh Griff hold his lightsaber. Um, <laughs> that's yeah you're right but uh griff gets zane's lightsaber and you think oh no he's gonna attack zane but he just cuts himself free and uh kills a uh um like a like spy a droid, droid or something a spy droid yeah. that was following them um so at that he point also, you know griff's pretty griff and zane are pretty much a team like a little dude griff successfully like tricks the jedi into going to the underworld yes to, like try to find them which is incredible so if you if you guys haven't played um, Night's Guild Republic, Harris is split up into like three sections. <laughs> you have the upper city, which is all the rich, wealthy people. They all live at the top um, where they can see the sun. Um, you have the lower city, and that's mostly like gangs and uh, like kind of the criminal underworld all live on the lower <laughs> city. Um, and then you have the undercity, and that's like undercity. the poorest of the poor. Um, you've got rat ghouls, which are kind of like, uh... They're scary. They're like... They're like weird monsters. They're like monster zombie things. You can turn into a rat ghoul. Yeah, there's um, like a disease. Yeah, that can turn that... So there's like a bunch of rat it's ghouls awful. live down there. So like Undercity is like the worst of the worst. So, uh, they're kind of mostly in the lower city, because they're like, oh, we can hide out here. But Griff basically leads a trail to make it look like they're going to the Undercity and gets all the Jedi Masters to go down to the Undercity and start fighting rat ghouls and stuff. And they're like, ah, we can't find them down here. Yeah. That was a good little trick by Griff. Um, but instead of going to the Undercity, they head to a different, like a junkyard in the lower city. Yeah. Uh, to Griff's friend, uh, Dr. Groman Vandrake, a.k.a. Camper. Camper. Um, what do you think of Camper? I does camper camper is like an old man with dementia who just has a talent he can tap into sometimes. I like kind of feel bad for him. It feels like they're like taking advantage to some degree, but also like he's on the run from his prior life and Trying to stay unconnected. Yeah, I don't know. so the stuff he's muttering is all kind of like, oh, why do I have to do this? I can't believe they made me do this, blah, blah, blah. But it's not directed, it doesn't seem to be directed at Zane at the, or, yeah. or Griff or any of them. Um, it seems to be more like remnants from his time being used up by whatever he, corporation he used to work for. Yeah, he's got like all this baggage of like his past life that he's just yeah done with. And know? he'll have like moments of lucidity where he'll kind of snap out of it and goes, oh, I got this. We can figure this out. And then he'll snap back into, he kind of mutters to himself all the time. And yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. I like Camper. Um, I do too. I, I think he genuinely wants to help in and out, in or out of, you know, I don't feel like yeah. they're like abusing him or totally. manipulating him or anything. I mean, he's good at what he does, right? Yeah, but he's basically like an old tinkerer. And uh, he's um, what's called his race is what's called an Arcanian offshoot. Oh, which is like uh, they're apparently genetic, genetically manipulated Arcanians. Uh, so he's the same race as his friend who's with him, um, a lady named Jeriel. 
I like her. Um, she's yeah, she's cool. She's um an ass kicker. Uh, she almost beats both of them up as soon as they show up. Yeah, they um, do. including Zane. You know who, <laughs> you know we've established is not that big a deal. Not he's, that great. he's a really bad no. Jedi. Um. But it's definitely one of those where she's like, I hate you both, blah, blah, blah. And I especially hate this Jedi for bringing trouble to us. It's like, if you've been consuming media for the last however many years, you're just like, oh, yeah, they're going to fall in love at some point. Um, yeah, they do yeah, not totally. Immediately they meet and I'm like, oh, they're going to be the couple. Yeah, that's the couple. <laughs> uh, so that's the, yeah. So, you know, it doesn't happen in this book, but I'm almost positive at some point. Oh, they're like, that's Arcanians. The- have four fingers, extreme intelligence, and can see into the infrared spectrum, according mm. to Wikipedia. But, so yeah, so then they were genetically modified from Arcanians. From that. That's interesting. Yeah. I really like reading this old stuff because I feel like we there's so many, uh, there's so many, like, races and aliens and stuff that are not in the new canon. Yeah. Um, and they all have all sorts of backstory and stuff like that, even if it's just like a paragraph or something. It's all it's all stuff that's like... Oh, dang. The Arcanian offshoot folks live much shorter lives than their relatives. Well, good thing... Uh, the basic Arcanians can live up to, up to like 200 years. The average lifespan of one of the offshoot branch is only up to 55. So... Our friend Camper here is very old for his species. Yeah, he's he looks like an old man. They have very pale skin, like almost like bleach white. Yeah, um, Jeriel has like a bunch of tattoos, like cool blue tattoos. Um, yeah, it was so. Yeah, she's cool. Um, she's cool. I like her. They go to his shop, um, which is like a it's like a tinkerer shop, um, and then the Jedi end up finding them, um, and they find out that his shop is actually a ship called mm-hmm. The Last Resort, and it's a junk hauler. <laughs> um, it hasn't been Crazy. flown in years. I've looked up the ship. It is a 578R space transport. Ooh. Um, I believe it's the only one that appears. So that's, Great. Um, yeah, and then they take off to escape the... the you kind of have an, a cool little action scene where they escape the Jedi. Um, and they're, they go into the uh, asteroids, which is outside of... I believe those are in the game, Knights of the Republic. Oh. The asteroids. Um, they, uh, yeah, so they head out, and they're like, well, where where do we go? And Zane's like, well, we got to figure out why my masters killed my friends, basically. Started uh, acting strange after this mission we went, excursion we went Yeah, on. so they go to the location of the... Uh, the the excursion that they were on, basically the last field trip they went on before they were slattered, slaughtered. Yeah. Um, and I really like the setting of this field trip. Uh, this is cool. This is so cool. So it's the, it's called the Rogue Moon. Is the so it's a moon of Terrace that they call the Rogue Moon, and it everything in in pretty much any space that you live in, everything typically rotates in the same direction. Typically. Like, you you know, you kind of sometimes have stuff going the opposite, Um, but... But mostly everything coalesced in the same... Yeah, it it all kind of goes and spins in the same direction. Yeah. You've got this asteroid belt outside a terrace that all spins in one direction, and you have what's called the rogue moon, which for some reason, you don't know why, is in the middle of the asteroid belt and goes the opposite direction. 
That's just terrible place to be. What yeah, and it's there's no way it would physically work, right? Because you'd have no. and it get just it'd be obliterated. Well, no, eventually no you'd have enough momentum going the opposite direction that it would just start moving. It would get bigger. That's first true. Of all. Yeah, it would get bigger. It'd, it'd it would get, stop, and then it would reverse direction. Yeah. So we don't know why it goes the opposite direction, but basically <laughs> the reason it's cool is because when you're actually on the rogue moon, is there's a ton of asteroids just constantly following on one side of the moon. Yeah. And so in for their excursion, the Jedi, the Padawans had to walk from one side of a big valley that had a bunch of asteroids falling to the other blindfolded. Yeah. Which I thought was a very cool test. Less cool was that the uh Jedi got to the, their masters got to sit on the other side of the canyon in yeah, a big shield and yep. just kind of chill and watch and maybe their Padawan one of their Padawans will die but who knows. Who knows? Um, they weren't even watching. They were meditating and trying to like see the future. Yeah, so we find that out. That's true. I spoilers for later in the same book. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, so they well, if you want to talk about that, so they were they were on the on the other edge meditating, and um, what what did they see? Uh, do we want to get into what they see? Like, there's a little bit of of other stuff that happens here before we get that reveal. Um. They lost a droid. They had a droid that was with them. A companion. Um, yeah. His name was... His name I'm forgetting. T1, LB? T1LB or LB. Yeah. He's a bulk loading uh, droid. He's basically just there to like lift stuff. Like me at family functions. <laughs> Do you think... Was he just there to like put the shield up for them while they were waiting for their Padawans? I don't. Yeah, I think. Well, I don't know who. Like, was I don't the know one what his function him. was. I don't know why he was there. He they they like basically told him, "Hey, LB, why don't you run along and go do something over there while we talk?" Yeah. And then he comes back and sees. Oh, it's too late. I've seen everything. You know. Uh huh. And they're like, "Oh, well, now we have to kill you, droid." Which Sorry, seems he gets pushed off a cliff. Extreme. Like it seems very extreme. He can't talk. He can't talk. He can't talk. He's our computer. It's like. Just erase his memory base. I mean, base. droids are people, but he's not going to do anything. Yeah, just erase his memory banks. Yeah. As we... No. It threw him off a cliff. Threw him off a cliff. Um, Brutal. And, Poor LB. And it's even sadder, because when they came back, they're like, oh, like no no Padawans were like, wait, where'd that droid go? Where did, where, yeah, what happened to that droid? <laughs> no one even with? cared. It was just like, oh yeah, it just... Um, it it took them several, you know, I guess several weeks for Zane to go, oh, yeah, didn't we have a droid? Didn't we have a droid? We had a droid with no, us. No, and he didn't even do that. They were just looking for clues, and they found the droid. He's like, oh, he's yeah, like, oh yeah, that, we had a that droid. guy. That droid. <laughs> so mean. I know. it's uh, droid, The life of a droid in Star Wars is awful. It's real bad. Just awful. Because they don't see them as people. Yeah. It's even worse that, that droids exist and they still have slaves. Yeah. Like, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, anyway. Um so yeah, so they find that and then uh so they basically reboot LB and get him to play back his memory of what the the masters were talking about. Yeah. And do you remember what the masters were talking about? They saw a vision of the future. And in this vision, each of the masters saw what they believed was the return of the Sith and the rekindling of this war that had ended. Um, 
Yeah. Mandalorians and Sith specifically, actually, a couple of them mention. Yeah, um, and they some of them saw their own deaths, right? It was, it was yeah, some of them. of them saw their own deaths. Some of them saw the destruction of like one of them sees Coruscant itself. Yeah, the blind woman Quinella. Mm-hmm. But it sort of like comes down to the thing that they say is that that they believe that whoever is responsible. The person behind the restart of this tragedy is one of their Padawans because the person they saw in their vision was wearing, like, the spacesuit that the Padawans are currently wearing as right. they're trying to cross this moon. Right. Which, one, seems like a very big jump. Yeah. For, yeah, absolutely. Hey, they're wearing the same kind of spacesuit. It must be one of them. It must be one of them. Oh, they don't, the like... The spacesuits that we provided and for And, one, them. so they jump to that, first of all, that it has to be uh-huh. one of our Padawans. Um, and two... And two, the only solution is to kill <laughs> to them all. them all. Yeah. For Which real, is, this is such a... These are bad Jedi. They're really terrible <laughs> they're at really being terrible. Jedi. They're really terrible. And we're led to believe, I suppose for a little bit later, that... This particular group of Jedi, their their whole job is studying the future and preventing any sort of, like, Sith disaster from right. happening again. But they're bad at it. They're really bad. They're bad Jedi. <laughs> like, Bane is better than them. They're, yeah, like, 100%. They're good at the skills, but they're bad at the wisdom. Absolutely. They're willing to... They're willing to just blindly, coldly murder their Padawans because they don't understand the context of a vision that they had. Yeah, exactly. And, oh, and I almost, I forgot one part is during, while they're going to the rogue moon, they're in the asteroid field. Yeah. Zane pulls the ship out of the asteroid field and contacts uh, Dantooine, which is where the closest uh, Jedi temple is to them, and contacts our Yoda bro. uh, Yeah, Master Vandar. Master Vandar. Um, Vandar took care, and Ooh. Vandar basically just gaslights him. Yeah, <laughs> and just like is like, can you even trust your own mind? He's just like, oh, you must be crazy. I can't believe you killed all those Jedi. Because that's the he tells him that's the the, the official order has word. experience in restoring a diseased mind. Yeah, that's the yikes. The um official line is that Zane was the one that killed all the Padawans, and they're yeah, they're they looking for him. him. That's why he's on the run. Um, yeah. yeah, Vandar's like, oh, I can't believe you did that. I, you know, and he's like, no, 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 it was the, the Jedi Masters. They did it. He's yeah, like, they did it. I walked in on them. He's like, my defense is I'm awful. Everybody knows that I'm terrible. Yeah, you know, I I could not murder four of my my fellow Padawans and escape. I, I can't even catch Griff. Yeah, like, I couldn't even catch this guy. It was, which I think is the funniest defense, is just like, it's no, so I am funny. famously terrible. I, everyone <laughs> knows I suck. <laughs> Why would you think I did this? Um, yeah, so then, um, yeah, so that's basically, like, literally all the Jedi, including the ones on Tantooine, which really frames <laughs> KOTOR differently. Yeah, like, all really, the Jedi are bad. They're really they're, bad. They're, they're really terrible. bad. Um... Yeah, so they're they're terrible, and um, yeah, LB gets re as soon as LB re, re like remembers all of this, he just deletes his own memory. Yeah, which yeah, he's like, I can't deal with this. Just one really bad like programming for the droid. Like yeah, 
oh, you're just going to delete your own memory. And two, made his death even less necessary. Like, yeah. they really didn't have to kill him. It, they didn't have to he kill was, him, he deleted his own memory. He was about to delete his own memory anyway. Like, that was unnecessary, so. Yeah, it's crazy. So after they find this all out, Zane comes up with a plan. Um, He is going to turn himself in. So they're all like, what the heck? That's crazy. Don't do that. And he's like, no, no, trust me. I, this is yeah. the only way. This is the only way. I have to protect you guys. You're my new friends now. Um, So they go down. He turns himself into uh, Joe Bounty Hunter number two. Um, <laughs> who's like, cool. I guess that's easy. And it takes him to the Jedi uh, Council there. Or not the Council. The, the Masters. The... What are they called again? The... The, Jedi the Covenant. That's right. Covenant. Yeah. yeah. So he takes them there, and they're like, "Okay, like, thank you for your service. Um, we're gonna kill you now." So they killed uh, Joe Bounty Hunter Number Two. Um, and they're like, "Well, now we have to, you know, kill you, Zane. You know, just like, you know, you know, we just can't like let we you live." Yeah, else. essentially. Yeah. Um, and that's when a red spacesuit figure. Yeah! Um, shows up. They blow a hole in the side of the building that they're in. And it's just like the visions! Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the, yeah, the reds, the red, just like they saw, the red, um, space-suited figure shows up, rescues Zane, and the red figure takes off their helmet, and <gasps> it's Jariel. It's not a yeah. Jedi Padawan at all. I was really delighted by this when I got to this part, when you see like, the the spacesuit with Zane's lightsaber. I was like, oh. Oh, I know exactly what's happening here. Yeah, exactly. And she's wielding, yeah, she's wielding Zane's lightsaber, which is another thing in the vision that looks like, makes it look like um... Like, he could have been the threat. Yeah, he was the threat, or or a Padawan yep. was the threat. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah, so that's, uh, that was a pretty cool moment, and, uh, and then of course the last resort comes, and they escape on the last resort, um, and they're like, oh, I can't believe that worked, blah blah blah. Yeah, so, he didn't even think they were gonna come back for him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he didn't think that they were gonna come back, but Griff was like, oh, we have to, you're, you know, I don't know, you're the protagonist, we have to come back for you. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and then uh, they escape, and uh, for some reason it works better this time, um, escaping the planet <laughs> than the last time. Um, and then Zane gets to give like a really cool badass farewell yeah, to his he gives masters. This really great, like final speech at the end. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna find you all, each one of you, and I'm gonna come back and and clear." Clear your na clear my name. Uh, each one of yeah, you, I'll hunt you down. Gonna confess. He's like, don't look for me. I'll find you. And then it's just kind of did like a badass kind of like. That's what this comic and book if series I do is going to be about. Collapsing the Jedi Order. Just remember one thing: you started it. Yep. Great. Yep. What a great. Uh, yeah, it was a cool little call to action at the end. Like, okay, now everyone knows what this comic series is going to be about. Yeah. Um, it's going to be following Zane and Zane and friends. Um, traveling the galaxy looking for the Jedi Covenant and bringing them to justice. I, yeah, this sounds, this sounds cool, actually. I sort of want to, like, I want to know where this story goes. Yeah. So you think you would, um, keep reading? Um, 
it's weird to say, right? Like, I knowing me, I know that, like, it's unlikely that I'm actually going to go out of my way to pick up the next volume. But at the same time, I am curious about, like, what what is in store next for Zane Carrick or for, like, this crew. Yeah, I, um, I was curious as well. Yeah. Um, and But at the same time, I'm like, this really... Like he's just a random Jedi. Like yeah. it's it's interesting in the fact that it does frame Kotor differently. Um I liked the story. I, I enjoyed reading it. It was fun. Um Yeah, totally. But I kinda don't I really played like yeah. I said, I haven't played Knights of the Old Republic yet, so the only the only like touchstone I have for this is that like, okay, like the Jedi are kinda terrible and and I know the planet of Terrace now. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, you kind of know, it was more like, it really did kind of expect you, I feel like, to have played KOTOR a little bit. Yeah. Just so you know, because they didn't explain any of the settings, really, except for the Rogue That's Moon. That's true. They're just kind of like, okay, Upper City. All right, this is yeah. on the Lower City. We're just here oh, now. No, here's yeah. the Under City. Um, so it was definitely made for people who had played the games, but who it played it. Also, who have, like, a familiar, yeah. It didn't really add much... Other than here's another story in the world that you like. In the world, that you yeah, like. yeah. This isn't like fine. supplementing anything that happens in the bo- in the game itself. It seems right. Yeah. So there's nothing about Malik or you know you don't run into Mission or, or Zalbar or anything like that mm. on the, um, you know even though well I guess they would be Mission would be like seven I guess <laughs> she was like a teenager and this is like eight years before. Um, okay. Great. But yeah, you know what I mean. Like, you, you don't really run into any other characters. It doesn't add anything yeah. to, like, backstory or anything other than this is the state of the universe right now. Totally. It would be sort of like if they started, you know, the High Republic books that just came out. If that started mm-hmm. with a really popular video game, and then they started <laughs> doing just, like, the side, you know, like... We're going to tell you about everything that's happening everywhere else. Yeah, yeah. Place. This is another story that takes place, you know, with... Um, you I know. was thinking about this. There's a um, There's a Mandalorian book apparently coming out this year by adam christopher but all it says on the description for now is takes place at the same time as mandalorian like i don't know if it's gonna have any of those characters i don't know if it's gonna have like any other ties to it there's a whole bunch of stories that take place at that time right now like yeah yeah so we're just gonna get something else with someone who knows what it's gonna be but it's it's titled the mandalorian novel right now so I don't know if it's just, it could just be a novelization of stuff, but it sounds like it's going to be another tale. Yeah, there's a lot you can tell. I mean, there's, as we know, you know, but yeah, so that's, so yeah, but that's what basically this is, is it's just another story mm-hmm. that takes place, yeah, give or take, you know, the about relative, a decade yeah, before. Ballpark of this. Um, yeah. But it doesn't really, you know, change anything. So I'm not sure I would keep Going with it, it didn't grab me enough to like, oh, I can't wait for the next adventure of Zane Carrick, the famously yeah. terrible Padawan. <laughs> um, but it, it, it's, it's not bad. It's crazy that he's like, he knows he's a terrible Jedi. And throughout this, he's like a good dude trying to clear his name. And at the end, he's like, no, I'm going to hunt all you down. It's like, like yeah. It feels what like a heel you, turn. What have you learned? <laughs> what did you, what did that, you find out? <laughs> that you're like, oh, now I can take on four Jedi Masters. <laughs> yeah. It's the power of friendship. It's only been he three He gained weeks. the power yeah, of friendship. Pulled a sword out of his chest. Yeah. God Pilgrim style. I hope he eventually gets with that one Padawan sister <laughs> that he had a crush on at the beginning. And then, that seems... like, literally they set that up just so that, like, an issue later, they're like, oh, she hates me now because she thinks I she killed my br- her brother. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Her brother, who was, like, 
the one who stood up to the Jedi Masters to be like, you know he's terrible, what are you doing? Yeah, his good friend who's like, why are you knighting this guy? (laughs) He's awful. You all say he's awful all the time. Yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting. The Jedi are very different, I feel like, in this than they are, than we would look at Jedi now. Yeah. Um, In general. So maybe that is a side effect of it happening happening 3,900 years ago. Yeah. Um, Yeah, the Jedi kind of suck. You did not make you want to root for the Jedi. The Jedi, like, always kind of suck, though. Yeah, but this is like, like, (laughs) this is, if you think that, like, prequel Jedi, they're just kind of ignorant. Sucky. Yeah, like that's they don't, true. They're not like malicious. Everything's clouded. They yeah, just, like, oh, and they I can't just don't know what's happening. Yeah. Whereas these Jedi are just like, oh, we have to kill everybody, you know, or uh-huh. like, or when this a Jedi might comes be a threat to in the future, yeah. we must slaughter him. And, you know, okay, these are only four of them, but when they go to the council, they're, they he straight up gets gaslit, like, yeah, without yeah. even really listened to. So it's like, okay, like, Sucks. yeah, poor guy. So, anyway, yeah, I, I liked it, but I, w- I was not. I would not continue on. I don't think. Um, but that's yeah. Kinda I, I'm what... not going to go out of my way to read the next one. I might like. I might like look up some of these characters on Wikipedia and see like if I can get some details about what happens next. But yeah, um, we'll see. So yeah, so that was that one. Uh, that's kind of what How was that one. The the point of this podcast is going to be though. We'll just find a random story. Uh, we'll chat through it, chat through it kind of tell everybody what happened uh, and then whether or not it's you know, it, it. this one I'd say is worth going through. Uh, th- what do you think of the artwork? I guess that's pretty important. It's a comic book. You know, yeah, I liked the I liked the art style, actually. Um, although at the same time it also feels like you're more comic verse than I am. I have not read a lot of comics, but like the sort of framing and art style feels a little dated, but maybe that's just like because I've been reading like some of the m- more recent Star Wars stuff. Like, has yeah. more of a hmm. No, I, I know what you're saying. Um, and yeah, yeah and I remember I this is like, 15 con- years like, ago. Exactly. I don't have the language to describe uh, like what I can point at and be like, this is different, but it feels different. Yeah, it was. It was fine. I feel like some of it was done. You could tell. Pretty quickly, um, but I, I liked it. Um, there were a couple frames that I was like, "Oh, that looks kind of weird," you know, and, and you get that occasionally. But um, and that's what I mean by yeah, like I feel some... like it was done kind of rushed. Like, okay, we gotta just kind of like you know. But there's some frames of characters that are just like, like there's a close up of Marn that's like a three panel thing uh, where he's admitting like. I'm sorry that I had to make this deal and and cut you loose, but, like, this is the only option we have right now. Like, you know this, too. Mm -hmm. And you get, like, this really good, like, it's just his face in the frame. And you get this real good detail of, like, the expression on his face. And then other times he, like, is just a blob in the background. Yeah. It's like, uh, It's so funny to me that you keep calling him Marn. I don't think anyone calls him Marn in the book. They all call him Griff. They all call him Griff. (laughs) But I took the notes and I wrote Marn Hieroglyph. And so now that's what's in my brain is Marn. Yeah, yeah, I um, yeah, that was pretty much the the story. Um, this is we have now entered Zane Carrick, um, the Jedi Covenant, and the uh, the Terrace Four into the archives. Into the archives. Oh, so they're here. Um, I think that'll wrap up this episode. Uh, our next episode, we will be uh, just kind of free format talk about yeah uh, current 
Star Wars news. Um, probably do a little High Republic stuff. I think we've both been reading that. Yeah, um, I started. So I finished Light of the Jedi, and I started Claudia Gray's Into the Dark, um, which is about Wreath Silas, the Padawan of Jorah Molly, who we'll oh, yeah. probably talk about. It talk about Jorah a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll uh, but tune in next uh, in two weeks. Two weeks. Uh, we will uh, be talking about some High Republic stuff and, and other Star Wars news as it comes up. Yeah, um, good times. But yeah, so that'll wrap up this one. Hope you liked it. Um, and uh, we'll see you next time on the New Republic Archives. And remember, if it's not in the archives... And it doesn't exist. <laughs>